Se queda con el balón Herbert. Suelta un rayo para Johnson. Lo conecta en la yarda 16. Y Chargers otra vez. Primero y 10. Necesitaban 6 yardas. Consiguieron mucho más que eso. Y entran ya a la zona caliente. La zona de truenos y rayos. Y ahora Herbert cada vez pareciéndose más a Justin Herbert. En estas últimas 5 cinco, cinco secuencias. El mariscal de campo producto de Oregon, hoy con Chargers en claro, claro dominio de su ofensiva Justin Cooper con 27 touchdowns empatado con Baker Mayfield con la marca histórica de todos los tiempos entre pasadores novatos cuatro receptores por derecha, quieren ir al aire el único por izquierda es Mike Williams, compra tiempo otra vez extiende la jugada Jalen Guy no le pudo ayudar Justin Herbert lo necesitaba como válvula de seguridad pero le falló el 15 y debemos mencionar que que Hunter Henry no está disponible hoy, ¿ya? Y eso es, también es un jugador que en este tipo de situaciones, por ser un jugador más experimentado, por sí. ser un jugador que, te que el espacio. en estos momentos te encuentra esos espacios que para otros con menos, uh, con menos años, con menos experiencia en la NFL tal vez les cueste encontrar, encontrar más, bueno, también hay que tomarlo en cuenta. Los Chargers han marchado 57 yardas en 4 minutos. Austin Eckler escoltando a Herbert por derecha. Un engaño, querían soltar pase oh. rápido, pero compra tiempo Herbert, se queda corriendo con la pelota, va a caer en la yarda 10, ahí se va a deslizar, inteligente el príncipe azul, doble engaño en la bolsa de protección y de inmediato ya venía la presión de Broncos y supo evadir Pancho. ¡Qué giro! ¡Qué giro hizo! Primero para la derecha, después para la izquierda. Impresionante para sacarse la presión de la, de la defensa de Denver que ya estaba encima pero lo puso a bailar Justin Herbert y por eso estamos con vida en esta ofensiva tercera oportunidad y tres yardas suelta pase para Austin Eckler touchdown cayó el rayo Austin Eckler recibe el touchdown y el príncipe azul es el nuevo dueño quítate Baker príncipe azul conquista la marca de pases para touchdown entre novatos con 28 Heriberto vigésimo octavo felicidades a Justin Herbert. Felicidades a Austin Eckler. Tenía que ser de esa manera. También entre Herbert y Eckler. Ante la ausencia de Keenan Allen, es Austin Eckler el que recibe el pase de Justin Herbert. Y cae el récord, amigo mío. El número mayor de pases de touchdowns dados por un quarterback novato en la historia de la NFL es Justin Herbert. Desde la gran ciudad de Los Ángeles a la tierra del rayo al sur, pasando la frontera eléctrica y de regreso a Inglewood. Esto es Puro Chargers. Les saluda Adrián García Márquez, bienvenidos a esta edición especial de Puro Chargers. Bueno, pasó de ser la sexta selección del draft a novato ofensivo del año por haber reescrito los libros de pasadores novatos, incluyendo la marca de más touchdowns por aire y totales en la historia, en una campaña, en la que tiró para más de 4,000 yardas también. Nos sentamos con el nuevo Rockstar del sur de California. Hace unos días tuvimos la oportunidad de sentarnos con él tranquilos, con Justin Herbert. Pancho le hizo 
excelentes preguntas y Justin dio excelentes respuestas en cuanto a su forma de ver el juego, quienes fueron clave para él en su desarrollo y mencionando a él a Keenan Allen, a Austin Eckler, van a escuchar a Hunter Henry, eh, o sea, habla de ellos en particular. Le da crédito a su familia por estar siempre con él, a su hermano por haber ayudado de una forma pues, en la que ayudan ¿no? los Big Brothers con guamazos. Él ve un futuro brillante, pero lo asume todo con humildad. Él ve un futuro para Chargers en el que van a llegar más victorias. Habló muy bien de cómo cerraron con cuatro al hilo y qué fue lo que aprendió después de la paliza que les dieron los Patriots, que ese fue un punto de arranque para él. Él sabe que hay mucho trabajo que hacer, mucha preparación todavía y esto apenas comienza. Lo que está claro, amigos, es de que los Chargers encontraron oro. Oroberto. Oroberto el Justo, el Príncipe Azul. Quien, por cierto, aprobó, ¿eh? Aprobó su apodo. <risa> Ahora sabe que es un Cholo Squintle. Menciona a Chris Farley, o sea que es súper fan de Saturday Night Live. El niño. <risa> Van a ver. Y todo comenzó con un brisket. Junto a Francisco Pinto, aquí está nuestra entrevista con Justin Herbert. That's kind of the weird thing because it kind of started out as a joke and not a joke, but we just cooked one up and we just yeah. called, it a, called it a victory brisket and, and people loved it. And so we kind <laughs> of ran you. And when we love to eat, that guy right there loves tea. Let me tell you, one time we were in Memphis, him and John Ireland, who does uh, ESPN 710, a host, voice of the Lakers. We had a battle to see who could eat the most pieces of chicken. This guy right here ate 16 pieces, including four breasts into that mix. Ireland ate like 13, but you, this guy could put it away. So if you have a brisket to throw away, <laughs> oh my gosh, he'll, he'll nail it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we'll have to do something here soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you for joining us, Justin. Sure. And how much Espanol do you understand? We're not going to throw any at you. We're just kind of curious. Um, I see. I went to a Spanish immersion school growing up, so I, I feel like I could understand it, but it's been a while since I've used it. Muy bien. So at the very end, I'm going to just throw phrases at you just tell, and you tell me what you think those phrases mean. Perfect, yeah. Boom. Touchdown. All right. Listo. Vamos a comenzar. Bueno, estamos con Justin Kerbert, el Príncipe Azul. Así te decimos, Justin, that is your nickname. The Knight in Shining Armor, el Príncipe Azul. That's what it means. Our prince has come to save the kingdom, the Rayo Kingdom. You've done a phenomenal job. Great season, obviously, right? But let's talk about some of those moments. You got to face some of the greatest ever on the other side, and you were right there with them, uh, Justin. I mean, your numbers don't lie. That's why, and congratulations on the Offensive Rookie of the Year. But what do you take most from this 2020-21 season as you get started and everything that you were able to process and live and enjoy? It, it was like a dream, no? Thank you. Uh It was an awesome year and, and, you know, it would have been great to have won a couple more games here and there and, and some close ones that we could have, we could have, should have had. Um, but it's an incredible locker room and, and to show up to work every day. I, I was so thankful to be a part of it. And the guys in that locker room, they, they never gave up. And at, at three and nine, it could have been real easy to give up and quit. But I, I show up to work and I knew that everyone was going to give their best effort. And to be a part of that was an honor of mine and um, to get better each week and to be a part of that and to, to keep playing football. It doesn't get much better than that. And, and we saw that close. I mean, it seemed like with every snap you were growing in different ways and obviously learning with the bumps and the bruises, but closing out with four victories, that's pretty special right there. I thought that was huge. And especially after a 45 to nothing loss to the Patriots at home, you know, coming back after that, it doesn't happen too often. And, and the way that we did and to put four in a row like that and to, to win some close ones and go on some drives like that, um, I thought that was huge for us. 
I keep uh, coming back to one one play in particular, uh, Justin, and this is something that Coach uh, uh, Saley said about you when he was with the with the Rams, and he got to see that moment in particular in your first year, and he right there he thought, okay, this kid, this kid is special, and it's the way you function in the last two minutes of a game, the way you took the team. In those last two minutes, for example, for example, against the, the Falcons, when you were when you guys beat the Falcons, it wasn't a great game. It wasn't spectacular, but you got the job done when the job needed to get done. That is it's something that you develop already at Oregon. It's something that you had a good feeling for that last two minute drill. Uh, once you got into the NFL, how how do you function in those moments? I think you bring up a great point. I think that's something that you learn through experience and And that's one of those drills that we ran every week during practice. And we knew that when we went out there, we knew what plays were going to be called. We knew we had the right guys out there. It's all just about executing. And to put to put a couple against the, the Falcons, the Raiders, um, and even the Broncos to, an, to a point, uh, it meant a lot to us. And to kind of see all the success in those past couple of games, uh, it was huge. And to be able to watch the film and look back and say, you know what, we did a pretty good job and, and we could be even better next time. And so going forward, looking forward to this next season uh, with Coach Staley and, and his crew, uh, there's a lot to look forward to. That's what I love about you. I mean, because, I mean, you say all the right things. You're always team first. You work hard. You're a pretty smart guy. I mean, we know you about your GPA and your, uh, you know, in your, in your major at, at Oregon. But I know that inside of you, you are a, you, you are a competitor, man, and you hate to lose. You know, it's it's yeah. I mean, team first. We're gonna get better. We're gonna work hard. But man, you don't like to lose. I know. I I know that, man. Well, I appreciate that. I think that kind of came from my older brother, uh, Mitchell, who I we're two years apart. So I grew up playing him in basketball, baseball, football in the front yard, and he used to beat me every single day. And I I kind of spent my childhood <laughs> trying to catch up to him and say, you know what, I'm gonna beat you one day. Um, and so without him, you know, I, I don't think I have got that, that competitive mindset. And I was the big brother in my family. So I know exactly what, what your brother had to do, man, get you ready, shape you up for the rest of life. Um, speaking of that now, who was your big brother? I know you had a great relationship with Pep Hamilton. We saw the growth. We saw how he was just attention to detail with you at all times, but obviously you have guys like Keenan to lean on, uh, obviously Austin Eckler, who, who were the players that most, helped you out in your development and hit light speed right out of the gate. Yeah. You said a couple of them, Keenan, Eck, Hunter Henry are, are some big names. And I think a lot of the guys on the offensive line, pretty much everyone on the offensive line, you could go down the list and, and Sam Tevy, Forrest Lamp, Dan Feeney, Trey Turner, Brian Balaga, all those guys have, have had such a positive impact on me. And I've learned so much from them. And, and I know that after each rep and practice, I can go talk to them and, and just hang out with them and, and just being able to spend time with them is special. Has Dan Fouts reached out to you? I know with both of you guys being ducks, uh, but to discuss maybe not breaking all of his records right out of the gate, maybe letting him keep them for a little bit longer. I mean, because Pancho and I were joking around. You guys could literally start a whole new phrase, both you and Dan. Patos Locos Forever. You know, in L.A., there's movies and then it's called Patos Locos Forever, all that kind of stuff in, in uh, pop culture. But you guys could be Patos Locos Forever. I like this. I like the sound of that. Um, <laughs> no, but Dan Fouts has been awesome. And, and we've been able to talk over the past couple of months and, and especially at our time at Oregon, um, whether it was a spring game, just being able to, to meet up and talk with him. And uh, he's been so supportive and, and definitely I've been a big fan of his and, and just kind of being able to talk with him about it. Uh, he's had so much great, great advice. 
Just in, uh, I was in your in the press conference you did at 10 a.m. for the rest of the media. One thing that I really, really like, and I think it's something that especially the youth kids should pay a lot of attention, is how much praise you gave to the studying habits that you develop at Oregon. Um, and I'm sure that that comes, you know, with, you know, probably since high school. I mean, when you realize, okay, there's certain things that probably I'm going to need to study a little more, no matter how smart you are, you need to work hard, you need to study because that translates into the NFL. I mean, you develop that thinking, that way of thinking and that mind, you know, to learn the playbook that, you know, I'm sure you're eager to get right now. But talk up, talk about a little bit about that, you know, how important it is to, to develop those uh, work habits. Yeah, that's another great point. And I think that's something my father kind of taught my brothers and I. Uh, academics and athletics are, are kind of tied together. And being able to, to pick up a playbook quickly, I think that's huge because you got these study habits from, from school and, and you know what works for you and you apply it to football where you have to pick up this playbook quickly um, and you have to study film and you have to do all these things that are just like school. And, you know, I might not be going to school anymore, but um, every day I, I get to watch film and, and look at this playbook and, and focus on that. And, and to me, that's school. And so being able to kind of apply that from, from a young age, um, I think that's been super helpful. You see, that's so important to me because I have kids, obviously. We both, Adrian and I, we both have kids, you know, and, and you know, we, we always Mine are your age, that. though. Mine are it's, your age, so. Uh, yeah, and I'm mine are like half point. Justin's age. <laughs> but we always tell them that talent is just half of the equation. You can be so talented, which obviously you are, but without the work ethic, man, without the hard work, without the dedication, that talent, at some point, you're going to walk into a room where everybody's going to be as talented as you are, you know? And then how do you distance yourself from them? You know, it's by the work ethic. One last from me, Justin. Um, if you could pinpoint to one or two things that you really want to get better as a team next year, I heard you personally what you want to work on. But as a team, what do you think the Chargers need to really get to that next level next year? Yeah, I think together, if we can master the playbook together, I think there are certain points in a game when, when it, whether it's third and short, third and long, you know what play is going to be called. Um, and if you could get everyone to be on the same page and to fully understand this is what's going to be called, we, we can expect this. This is, the, this is the defense that we're expecting. You can get to that point, and it's it's a game changer. And I, I think also at the same time, when you're able to audible and, and check plays, the line of scrimmage and, and the receivers and the offensive linemen already know this is probably what what Justin's going to get to, I think yeah. that's going to change our offense. And so there's so much that we can we can expand upon and especially with this new offense coming in, we've, we've got a little bit more time to, to kind of study it. And so in the next couple of weeks, we'll get after it and, and hopefully get to that point. Yeah. Cause we are, we're super excited. Uh, you know, for me, it's a privilege to get to call charger football. I grew up a charger fan, Justin. So for me to, to live this dream and now you arrive, I know for the longest time as, as, as a person following the chargers and later on as a journalist, I always paid special attention to the quarterback position at the Chargers, and there's been some great ones. Obviously, we mentioned Dan Fouts, but then there's Stan Humphreys. We can keep going all the way down to Rivers, but now you arrive, and you drop the 31 touchdowns. Por aire, 35 que fueron 36 totales. Eh, todo lo que hiciste, Justin, pero todos los logros y rookie of the year. Yo quiero saber cómo vas a dar números en español. How are your numbers in Spanish to close out this interview? How are they going to look after we're finished off this little quick quiz? Are you ready to go? That's the true test. 
Yes, vamos, pues, listo. I'm not going to make it too easy, but I'm going to start off with a hard one, but maybe... He's maybe too smart, man. No, no. I know, I know. I got to try him. I got to try him. You don't want to try too much from me. All right, so we know that a lot of times, you know, the, the famous Omaha, Omaha, I always goof around that sometimes. I want to hear one day somebody drop an audible and use the following word. You tell me what you think it means. Sholo esquinkle. Sholo esquinkle. Say, no. Pat, I'll give you a hint. There's a team down south in Tijuana. They're named after that. TJ Sholos. It's a little dog that guards the underworld. Just so you know, an Aztec religion. And I had, to, I had to give you a hard one. Right out of the gate. So, but now you know, right? No one's ever going to have to tell you anymore. What's a Sholos squinkle? You're going to be the only guy in that locker room that's going to know, Justin. So, boom, one up for you. In fact, I'm going to give you the point. Because you're smiling. I love, I love the good attitude. So, we're going to give you the point anyway. Now, El Nino. Is that referring to... A weather phenomenon, you think, or some guy that plays shortstop? Uh, I only know it from the web, with the hurricane El Nino. Um, there's a famous Chris Farley SNL skit that I know of. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <true. laughs> <laughs> El Nino. Nice. No, that's Nino. all I know. Yes. <laughs> and just so you know, there's a Nino superstar, just like yourself, playing shortstop for the Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. They call him El Nino now because he's bringing the storm at the place. Okay, the next one. This was the key. Príncipe Azul. What does that mean? Príncipe Azul. Uh, royal Blue? Almost. The Royal Blue, it comes with the Azul part, but Príncipe is you. That's the nickname we baptize you with at Chargerlandia. Tú eres el Príncipe Azul. You good with that? Yep. <laughs> Príncipe Azul. Okay, then he's going to be like that. And there's another thing that I want you to know, that there's a phrase out here in Southern California, if you've noticed, when you're going to drive around, you're going to see it. There are going to be a lot of different restaurants that say something Bertos Taco Shop. Albertos, Adalbertos, Humbertos, Heribertos, Touchdown Shop, open every Sunday. <laughs> Listo. This guy, he's a play-by-play, -play, Justin. <laughs> you can I see talk. that immediately with this. Justin, thank you so much, man. See, I bro. really appreciate it. Thank you for, for the for the good laughs. And I, I, I see you, you. I told this to Coach Staley. I see you developing into this guy, literally, where the other team scores at the end of a game. And coaches and fans from the other team look at the scoreboard and say, oh, shoot, we left too much time on the clock for this guy. That's the Justin yeah. Herper yeah. I visualize for your career, man. And uh, it's been a pleasure. We can't wait to meet you in person, man, at some yeah. point, hopefully, this uh, this next year. And and congratulations again, man. You're you're awesome. Hopefully soon. I, I really appreciate it, guys. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and one last stop before you go, since we're talking about that. Tom Brady, just I want to get your thoughts before we leave on on Tom and everything that he's conquered. And you as a young buck, you were right there al tu por tu with Brady earlier in the year. He's incredible. He's a competitor, and, and he finds a way to win. And, and whether it's 200 yards or whether it's 500 yards, and uh, he's going to put his team in the best position to win. And, and he's been able to do that for so long. Uh, just to be able to watch him this past Sunday was, was pretty cool. And, and uh, I know that no matter how much longer he plays, whether that's five more years or, or, or 10 years, he's, he's going to be able to do the same thing. 
Nothing but the best for you in the future, Justin. Estamos esperando grandes cosas para el futuro. Gracias de nuevo por estar con nosotros. Thank you, guys.